Welcome to the Man-Child Chronicles Podcast, where four friends talk entertainment, fatherhood, and sports, all with sarcasm, comedic timing, and a healthy dose of toxic masculinity. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Welcome in, everybody, to the Man-Child Chronicles, where four of us friends get together and just laugh and have a good time. I'm your host, Ryan. We got Jay in the house, Michael, and John. Today, we are going to do a movie dad's pot or a draft today, the dad draft for movies. That sounded terrible. You sound horrible right now. <laughs> what are we doing? The movie, don't don't the movie this draft. This makes, the, this makes the final. That's for sure. Hey, movie draft pod. Yeah, movie movie draft pod day. The yeah. the dad bod movie draft. Dad bod movie draft. Mm. <laughs> dad bod movie draft. Speaking of dad bods, did you guys see? Cameron Poe enter uh, Green Bay training camp yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a dad bod, man. <laughs> Dude, gonna tie a ribbon around the old moly. oak tree. <laughs> Does anyone know? Was he trying to oh, look like? Yeah, absolutely. But, Remember last but, year he okay. came in as John Wick, and this year he comes in as Cameron Poe. Oh, he does. This, he's okay. been doing this now for the last two or three years, where he comes in as that. somebody else. John, yeah, he came you in as are. John Wick last you year. are the Aaron Rodgers master. So I'm in Wisconsin. So when you're in Wisconsin, it's all about Green Bay Packers. Like the rest of the NFL world does not exist to anybody in Wisconsin. <laughs> you try to talk football and be like, "Hey, did you catch that Cardinals game and see that last minute hail mary touchdown?" What? There was other what? games on yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? It's only about the Packers. The Packers weren't playing the Cardinals. That's not how the game went. What? There's other football teams that play games on Sundays? No. Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty crazy when he went there. He crash landed a plane onto the parking lot and got out and started walking into practice. That was like the cool. movie. Dude, the only like thing the missing movie. was I was really wanting to see the bunny. Like if he yeah. was holding the stuffed animal oh, yeah. bunny, <laughs> yeah. I would have made that, that picture. That would have made the so thing perfect. so much better. Oh my goodness. And if it had like Devontae Adams' name on it or something like that. <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome. You know, you, did you guys see that uh, Devontae Adams said he likes, you know, he went from one Hall of Fame quarterback to the other? Yeah. And they asked Aaron Rodgers and asked him about, what is my, like losing Devontae Adams? Well, you lose one Hall of Famer and now I get another. With Alan Zard. Yeah. Yep. So it's like this guy, <laughs> he's such a jerk, and at the same time, he can be so cool. Like, yep. Did did you see Robbie Anderson <clears throat> for the Panthers? No. No. I mean well, no. Yeah, I don't know if it was a fake quote or not, but it was they were talking to him about uh his quarterback situation going from Sam Darnold to uh Baker Mayfield, and he was like, Well, when you go from one Hall of Famer to another <laughs> Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's got to do that now. I'm like, you? that is hilarious. Poor Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. Darnold. Seeing ghost. That guy's had a bad, bad start to the career. He's just had a bad career. I mean, it's not a bad start. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, well, let's not first... talk bad about the Jets quarterbacks and their. I can go all day about the Jets quarterbacks. <laughs> We should we should move on, otherwise Ryan might get mad. 
I'm leaving right now. Thank good seeing you guys. <laughs> Go yep, Jets. This is the end of the. This is Thanks the end for of the joining us on the Man Child Chronicles podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good run. We weren't what even supposed talk? to get into football today. What are you talking about about my Jets? Do they even play in New York? I don't think they do. New Jersey. It's They're close. Even the New I mean, York it's the Jets. It's just the same. only New York football team is the Buffalo Bills. They play well. Yeah, they practice in New York. Oh, okay. <clears throat> movies. Who's watched movies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally sitting here watching Ryan. Try yeah, to, for those, try for to those that can't see it, Ryan had like the scrolling thinking wheel right above his forehead trying to figure out how to segue this thing. <laughs> Good job, John. Good job, John. Movies, right? We want to talk about some movies. Dude, I'll tell you what. I'll start off. I love talking about movies. The movies that have really blown me away this year have been kids' movies. Whether it's in the theaters or streaming them, kids' movies have been coming out strong. I've got five kids, so I get all the excuses to go watch them. But Sonic 2, The Bad Guys, both of those went to theaters to see them. So good. If you're sitting at home streaming, you got Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which I was not a Chippendale Rescue Rangers fan. I did not watch that cartoon as a kid. And so how dare you? How dare you? I know, I know. Ryan texted and said, You guys should watch Chippendale Rescue Rangers. And I'm like I'm sitting here thinking of Chris Farley and Patrick Swayze Chippendale. I'm like, what is this talking about? I would watch that movie. And so we were sitting there one night and I'm like, I I don't know what to watch. All right. Ryan said, this is good. I have never laughed so hard, so quickly. Like when they brought, they have so many cameos in this movie. When ugly Sonic made his appearance, I pissed myself <laughs> laughing because I remember being a part of the campaign where Paramount released the Sonic trailer. It's ugly Sonic. I signed the petition. Like I will not watch this movie unless you fix it. The people won. And so I was also a part of the people like, Hey, you have to go. We literally made them redo the entire movie. We have to go watch it in theaters and show support. And they, they put out two good movies. I love Sonic and Sonic too. Anyways, ugly Sonic had me crying, laughing. Uh, and then the did other you, two kids. Oh, go! Did you did you know they had to call him Ugly Sonic every time they said his name for yes. rights purposes? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it was oh, it was so perfect. Oh, it was so funny. Uh, the other two kids movies I really liked on Netflix. Netflix produced uh, Chicken Hair, which is like uh, about a chicken who's also a rabbit. Uh, Indiana Jones adventure style movie, actually pretty good. And then Not the selling me with that description there, but I'm telling you, Indiana <laughs> Jones, just think Indiana Jones, really good. And then the Sea Beast, the Sea Beast came out a couple weeks ago, and I thought Carl Urban did a great job. That animation looks so real in the beginning uh, when it opens up on the ocean. I thought it, I thought this was an animated movie. It just looks so good. And then I thought they did a great job with the story. So that's my kids' movies takes for the summer. If you haven't watched them yet, go watch them. Uh, sea Beast was good. They literally watched How to Train Your Dragon and said, "How can we do the same movie but different?" <laughs> but let's bigger, do it on the water. Let's, let's do, do it on bigger water. different, monsters. but different, bigger monsters. Different. It was better. And, and let's see, add let's, Carl uh, Urban. Yeah, let's even use a guy with a Scottish accent too. And yeah, it'll work out perfect. <laughs> That's we'll Australian, go, mate. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, we'll go from Scottish to Australian. They all sound the same. <laughs> 
I would like to uh, I would like to welcome Carl Urban to appear on our podcast and tell us the difference between Australian and Scottish accents in front of Ryan to prove that they do not all sound the same. So if you're listening, our hopeful guest will be Carl Urban for upcoming episodes. Let me let me tell you why Australians and Brits sound the same. I had a guy that worked for me, and I had all the the whole store in front. The first time they ever met him, and I introduced him, and I said he's from Australia. So get used to his accent. He was there for two years, and people still thought he was from Australia <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> that's wow. just that's just called blind American or whatever you want there. Yeah. Like. Well, we're in America, John, so you can get a we can say that. Oh, that is hilarious! What did you see, Mike? You see any good movies? I heard what he didn't see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't didn't see it yet. Um. Haven't been watching a lot of movies uh, recently. Been I've actually uh, I've been sucked into some reality television uh, very unexpectedly. Real Housewives of uh, the Kardashians. What, what you watching, Mike? Well, What's your flavor? It's funny that you say your, Real Housewives because it's not too far from that. So we got we stumbled upon this show called Botched on Peacock, and uh, it's yes, it it's, does. It's a it's definitely a plastic surgery show. Peacock, just throwing that out there. Peacock, Peacock, the streaming service Peacock, um, and it's a show like where these doctors uh, correct these really bad, messed up plastic surgeries, and so you have your normal people who have been in like car accidents and like really bad things, and then you just have these hyper. Oh, I got to be careful how I describe this. Uh, very eccentric. Uh, over the top characters uh, that just want plastic surgery for ridiculous reasons. But it's funny the movie, because like the, the people husband, movie, just like the people the, in the, the movie just go with it. Uh, you ever see the Adam Sandler movie? Worse, worse, what? worse than Have that. Have you seen that movie? Yes. Worse than that. Um, <laughs> I but love the, that movie. one of the doctors is the, a husband of a real house. Uh, and so it gives you a little bit it's all connected. But, uh, it's all, it's all connected. I know we're getting ready to, uh, we're going to jump into the gray man either tonight or tomorrow. Oh. Uh, been hearing some good things about that. So that's going to be next on our list. We'll I watched that movie over the weekend. I enjoyed it uh, for a Netflix movie. Chris Evans. He did awesome. His, he was a villain in that movie. Just a, just a complete. Uh, I don't want to cuss on air. You know, he's just a complete clown in that movie. But he does a great job. Uh, John, you're shaking your head. I'd love to hear your take. Well, let me, like one it. more thing. I want to talk about Ryan Gosling because he's like a young Steven Seagal in that movie with his uh, <laughs> his action moves. It's just hands. It's just yeah. hands the whole time, <laughs> and it's like watching Steven Seagal back in the day. The the occasional roundhouse kick. <laughs> I mean, I thought the gray man was really sloppy, to be honest with you. It's a but Netflix movie, John. I thought the script was really basic. Ryan, it cost $200 million. <laughs> it's the to most make expensive it. Netflix movie ever most, made. Look at his face. <laughs> they put what? $200 million into that. Does that change your point of view? Well, like, is that I, a sloppy $200 listen, million dollar film? I can see why they put $200 million for the action. There's some good action scenes, but yeah, the. The plot and some of the script was not the best, but for if you have Netflix, it's a pretty good movie to watch. Right. 
I watched it and Chris Evans was the best part of the movie. I agree with yeah. that. He was the best part. His character was really good. It was over the top, but it was like he played it perfect mm-hmm. over the top. I thought Billy Bob Thornton was pretty good too in the movie. For being Billy, Billy Bob, Bob Thornton. It was good to see Billy Bob again. It was good to yeah, see him. I, now I'm uh, I'm intrigued just by you saying Billy Bob. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I didn't expect I to like- see him. And then you see Billy Bob, and you're like, great. And then you're like, well, he actually does, you know, pretty good. It's like Friday Night Lights, Billy Bob. Like, you enjoy it. But I just thought overall for it being directed by the Russo brothers, like, I thought the action scenes were just too chaotic. Like, these people handled handled Avengers, and I'm watching this airplane action scene mid-sequence. And it's like Michael Bay, shaky cam. It's going all over the place. <laughs> you can't tell. You can't follow it. Like, what's going on? It's a thin line between... And then I felt like intentional and not good. Right. I felt like it was Michael Bay merging with the fast and the furious franchise head on. Like every action scene is just going more over the top each Mm -hmm. scene. And every scene is just chaotic where you can't follow it. And then when you can follow it, it's just like, Oh, you know, at one point the main character gets trapped in a hole. Like (laughs) he gets trapped down there. But luckily for the movie to continue, there's a pipe that he can break open and yeah. flood himself out of it. And he can make a bomb that will go off to help him escape. Like, it was just like, come on. Oh, like, and they, we're it, just it, going it, over the top on this. And what's funny about that, too, is that that guy that made that hole was so peculiar about how he made it. You can't climb up the walls. Yep. He made the top bulletproof, like everything. He made uh-huh. it foolproof. But let's just put this open pipe that is old and rusty that if somebody hits it enough times, it'll probably break. And then you can just rise up with the water. Yeah. Like. It's the main water line. It's like, it's like the city's main water line going <laughs> to through me, this guy's. To me, when you watch a movie and it's about CIA and it's about assassins, you know, it can get pretty confusing. Like when you watch the born supremacy or the born series, like, it's not hard to follow, but they're talking about like some high end stuff. You can tell the scripts like sophisticated in a sense. This one is just like, you know, just like ABC, like this is going to happen. Then this is going to happen. This is going to happen. It'll it'll just all make sense. Like it was just poorly written to me. And I was really, uh, have we seen Chris Evans in a villain role with the slight, not counting uh, knives out because that was you didn't really see him villainous till till the end. Kni- knives Out was the only other villain role he had. Well, was he was he, uh, he played a big jerk in another teen movie. What about Scott <laughs> Scott Pilgrim? Was he a villain in that one? <sighs> see, I don't know that I'd call him a villain because he never was just watched playing Scott Pilgrim. But um, I've seen I've seen clips like of it. Villainous. Uh, did you guys that. not hear Ryan say he was kind of a jerk in not another teen movie? <laughs> Well, he was. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that was that went way too underrated. That was a good joke. I, I appreciated that, Ryan. John and Mike just kept going. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested to see how just how to see him in that in that role in in, in a villainous really role. So I'll, I'll be I'll be excited to see it. And he continued the must mustache trend of the summer with yeah. the mustache. Anybody you else see him? Are Segway monster, John. Segway monster. <laughs> Anybody else see a movie with a mustache this summer and oh, have to question yeah. their relationship with their wives? <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best movie I've ever seen. I've besides it's just it's literally up there. I've seen it four times in the movie theaters. Top Gun Maverick, Miles mm-hmm. Teller, and that mustache. Wow. I mean, you uttered the words best movie of all time. It's up there. Uh, the only other movie that ranks 
<clears throat> my favorite movie of all time is Avengers Endgame, but I've never left the theater. It, it's been since Endgame when I left a movie theater as satisfied. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Top Gun Maverick, I literally just left it satisfied. Like there is not one thing I can fix on that movie. It's perfection. Absolute perfection. Storyline, everything. My wife was she obviously loved it. <laughs> but she 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 was blown away by how good that movie was. I I had super high expectations going into it and it exceeded all of my expectations. I'm telling you, it is a it it's a great movie. Fantastic movie. No, does it have the storyline and the heartache of like a Shawshank redemption? No. But I'm not going to turn on. I don't want to turn on Shawshank. I want to turn on Top Gun. And to do frame crawl through six miles of filth and came out clean on the other side. (laughs) I'm telling you guys that that is my frame. That's my movie. I saw it four times in theaters. I love that movie. It's a popcorn movie. Yeah, that's a great popcorn movie. Sit at home, put it in. You're not going to put Shawshank Redemption in. It's a good movie. You ain't going to watch it. You're going to watch Maverick. You got those two movies sitting in front of you. You're watching Maverick every time. My only gripe with that movie is not really a gripe, but it was like Mission Impossible Top Gun. Like, I even think they said, like, during when they were preparing for the training scenes, they were like, This is impossible. And I was like, Oh, oh, it's Mission <laughs> they Impossible. They said the thing. They said the thing. They like, said they the said, thing. I was like, Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> they said it. They said it. And then once they said it, it cuts to Tom Cruise. And within the next 10 minutes, he's doing the <laughs> impossible stunt in the airplane. Yeah, like, right he is, John, because like, he's that good. It's America. so good. Little known fact, uh, he actually had that in his contract for subliminal messaging to promote his new movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when it comes to a legacy sequel, it's the best legacy mm. sequel ever made. Um, I, I there there are several of them out there, um, but I don't think any of them touch uh, Top Gun Maverick. I agree with that. For a legacy sequel, for anyone who's confused, it's just a sequel from, you know, after a movie's not been made for decades. So think Halloween, think Matrix Resurrections. Um, Yeah. Uh, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, unfortunately, falls into that. I know. Uh, Scream, um, when they're coming out with these new screams. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of like really good legacy sequels out there. One that I did like was Tron, like when yeah, they came out yeah, with that Tron, yeah. and I I enjoyed that movie. But it's nothing like this. Top Gun Maverick just it blows it out of the water. There's a reason it's like what number eight right now, highest grossing movie ever. Jurassic World is pretty good. Did anybody else see any other little legacy sequels this summer that came out? Was it Jurassic World? That was terrible. Uh, Dominion. I was I was excited to see it, and my wife took my oldest son uh, to go see it, and she came back and said, "Well, he liked it for the first little bit, and then I could just tell he zoned out." And she was like, "It was not good." So I've had no motivation to even try since hearing that feedback. So I watched it last weekend, and I had heard from Ryan and John about Jurassic World Dominion, but I thought, man, it's it's Chris Pratt, it's forget that like dr alan grant's back ellie sattler like jeff goldblum i'm like so excited and then the whole movie was about uh there's a locust yeah it's a locust that's it that's the big bad it's a locust 
oh my gosh, the locust is going to ruin all the crops. And I, I couldn't believe that they kept that up the entire movie. That was it. It was pretty cool how they brought uh, Rick Rick Moranis back for Honey, I Blew Up the Locust to get that movie going. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a hard left turn. <laughs> Rick Moranis. God bless that's that guy. guy. Um, I do want to talk about Marvel uh, with Doctor Strange. I didn't see Thor yet, but uh, very disappointing phase in Marvel. And thank goodness they just came out with the new phases to get anybody excited because if they didn't, they were losing a lot of Marvel fans because those movies, we watched a bunch of content besides Loki and maybe a little in the Doctor Strange, but a bunch of content for nothing, really. There was no buildup for anything. It was very disappointing. I'm really hoping that like this entire phase is like Thor, the dark world where we just kind of have to grit our teeth and get through it. So yeah, that was, that was like two hours. This is at 55 hours of content right now. We're not even done yet. Like we're gritting our teeth pretty hard right now. Yeah. But Hoping you know, you know, they had to, they, they had to been feeling something. Cause when you announce two phases in a row, like two phases in a single Comic-Con trying to like cast that line way out there. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, to, to build off of Ryan's point, when I see, uh, uh, Avengers Dynasty of Kang or Kang Dynasty or whatever it is. I mean that 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 stirs up a little little something in me because there's there's potential there. But but we already know that the Russo brothers are not going to do it. So now now it's become a you know Brian Johnson crapshoot on on what we get. <laughs> to me, I think they announced the two phases to go. Phase four has been leading to something, guys. It's phase five, which is going to be fantastic. But we just have to get through, you know, 60 hours of this phase four that makes no sense. It has no correation to make sense in phase five. We need the money, guys, for phase yeah, five. Exactly These movies had is. to be made to we get to need, phase five. We well, need the cash. The problem is even with their TV shows, they have all... Did you guys watch the the new Miss Marvel? Nope. Have you guys no. watched that yet? No, no, I haven't either. They Disney does not release their own streams, but they do. Ha- there is a way to track streams, and so th- someone released it. And Miss Marvel has the lowest streams out of all the shows left, or th- that they've done so far, like by far. Like the first episode was like seven hundred thousand viewers. That was as far it. as the wow. Disney. As far as the Disney Plus shows go, I've only been able to watch like Loki. I didn't even watch all of that one. I like Like, Loki. I can't watch for some reason, like the Disney plus shows are like what? 40 minutes to an hour. Most episodes. Mm -hmm. right? And it's like just a build up to the final 10 minutes to tease the next episode. Yeah. The whole point of the hour long episodes to tease the final 10 minutes to tease the next. You're not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. You're not wrong. The final episode. I just, I just hate TV shows like that where I can't get into it. And there were times that that you never even got a payoff. There was no payoff in Loki at all. There was not. Like, yeah, I just, it just bothered. Like, I can just watch the Disney Plus shows on TikTok when everybody spoils the final, you know, huge episodes in the final (laughs) 30 seconds. Like, oh, that's what this whole episode's about. Cool. I know everything about Loki. The only other Disney Plus show that I actually did like was Moon Knight. And that was Mm -hmm. purely based on the acting that we got. Yeah. Because Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke put on a clinic for acting. And there was many times I had to pause episodes and just, I was, 
my kids could tell it wasn't that good. And I'm like, look, kids, I know it's not good, but you have to watch Oscar Isaac because he is acting his life. You can't tell he's that he's, you can't tell that you have two different. He's playing two different characters on screen, but you're just immune to even realizing that it's the same guy. And I'm I, like, guys, I thought you it have was to- good. I thought it was good, but I preferred him in X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but need- needless to say, the next the next Disney Plus show is She Hulk. Oh yeah. And the CGI on that looks so bad. They're now their big thing now that they're I just I was reading this today is they're teasing all of the cameos that She-Hulk's going to have because they're trying to drive viewers because yeah. they know that it's not going to get a lot of viewers. So they're like, well, there's going to be a lot, a lot of cam- brand new superheroes are all going to be in She-Hulk. And, no and before you know this. it, Tony Stark's back from the dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, you know, in yeah, the, uh, with great power comes great responsibility, right? Movie, right? No. Oh yeah. The uh, preview at Comic Con had Daredevil at the end of her preview, oh. showing him in his baton. So I'm like, they're literally trying. That, guy, so that Daredevil guy's coming back to do Daredevil, the guy that did the series, yep. which was fantastic. There's going to be 18 episodes of that, by the way, in the first season. Daredevil born again, mm-hmm. but he still can't see. <laughs> He still was born blind. Sorry. <laughs> the theory behind that born again is that's him coming back from the blip. Oh. Uh, when I heard that theory, sense. that actually. Wow. So where was his portal in Avengers? Why did he not come through the portal? I don't know. He was, he could, he, could, he, could <laughs> he was so caught up in litigation. <laughs> he was caught up in litigation at that point. He's like in his apartment and you can't see this big portal in front of us. So. <laughs> Come this way. Come this way, dear Come on this way. Come on. I, oh, portal closed. <laughs> I don't think he was then networking. His house cat goes through it. <laughs> I don't think he was networking very good. He didn't know the, the Avenger guys yet. Uh. He used to build his network system. Yeah, because oh, the whole you know you know alien attack on New York didn't yeah, cause him to like make any phone he couldn't calls. See it. He couldn't see it. He didn't know what's going on. He didn't like, even Whoa. know what happened. Nothing happened in Hell's Kitchen. Nothing happened in Hell's Kitchen, so he didn't know. <laughs> All I'm saying though, and real quick, just to talk again about how horrible Marvel's been. Marvel has put out their lowest rated cinema scores um, this past year. They've done it with three movies, and that was Eternals. Um, uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and then Thor, Love and Thunder. And Thor, Love and Thunder is the low, it's even lower than Thor, The Dark World, lowest rated cinema score for, um, for Marvel movies. So, and those were, those were the top, th- those were like the big build movies right. from phase mm-hmm. four. Yeah. Besides Spider Man, No Way Home, I, I just, yeah. I'm, I can't, and that's from Sony. Can I even count it? Do you think they have lower cinema scores because of the expectation because of Avengers? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I don't I think, think so. I think it's Doctor Strange. There's we, no way this new Thor's movie isn't better than Dark World. There's no way. Oh, it's better than Dark World. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why. But, I think but people had so, Ragnarok was so good. They yeah. reset the standard for what mm-hmm. a good Thor movie was. This is not that. Well, and yeah. we had talked about. I haven't seen it yet, but but even by. Uh, some of the other conversation that we have is that uh, how do you say his name? The director. Takiki Watahiti. Yeah, sure. Um, T-Dog. Um, 
it, it felt like a lot of what people are saying online and through some of our conversations from those of us that have seen it is that it felt like he was kind of managed and bridled before with mm-hmm. Ragnarok. And now it just feels like they let the door wide open yeah. with him and he just, and then it just fell apart. I wouldn't say it fell apart. He just, he has a very unique style. Like even jo- Jojo rabbit, he directed that. That's a very unique movie, you know, like for being a world war II drama, like he just has a very unique directic and comedic and serious style. And it just didn't, it didn't flow as well as it did in Ragnarok. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think he lost rings of the whole story, but it just didn't have the same flow to it that people were wanting. Well, in Thor, Thor as well as an interesting story arc as the whole character through phase one through four, because you would think that as chris hemsworth starts to transition out of marvel Mm -hmm. that he would have some type of you know a a story arc that would properly bring him to a close but it seems like the more it goes on the sillier it gets and and the less stakes are involved now i I don't know but he's better though in those lighter moments like chris hemsworth is better as thor in the lighter lighter Mm -hmm. moments yeah dark world didn't work and he was just serious thor the whole time like he is much better actor and he's much better. <clears throat> I don't know what how the story just flows better when it's more lighthearted. Yeah. Or it's not as serious. And then interesting theory I heard was they were describing how Marvel movies seem to become <laughs> becoming more like a WWE event. Where we're more excited to see who pops up on the screen and the more excited <laughs> to be like, woo! Like, you know, the theme song. Hulk Hogan's here. Hulk Hogan's here. (laughs) Like, they're more focused on that versus trying to craft, you know, that great storyline. Like, the first three phases where they're like, man, these people are loving these cameos and these extra characters and blah, blah, blah. These reactions are awesome in the audience. But once you watch it at home again, you're not like... Andrew Garfield. Oh, my gosh. But at at the end of the day, I mean, the, the... you can't you can't necessarily create new characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And so when you start with the big players, yes, there's more than enough characters to carry on, but not so many that the general public is going to know who they are or, you know, have the time to vest interest in them yeah. or anything like that. So they are fighting an uphill battle just in the sense That's that the, the more and more time goes along, the less interested people will be just because you started with the greatest story of all time and now you have to, you know, live up to that. Yeah. I'll say this for the first parts, you know, phase one through three, we had Robert Downey Jr. We had Iron Man and he could bring some fricking movies together. It was glue. Mm -hmm. Who, who is doing that now? Who is the person in phase four? This just seems chaotic. It doesn't, there is no Robert Downey Jr. There is no, I'm waiting for that character to pop up so i can be like wow that's gonna be the new person we haven't had she hulk yet she will be blue she will be the time she you know they will get they had they had him and attorney and and evans brought them together too so they really had two blockbuster guys that would bring everybody together and this one has and the way it's fallen too because even even if you look at even if you're hoping it's anthony mackety mackety anthony mackey uh I mean, that movie's not coming out till late phase six. I think it's going to be Ant-Man. It's going to be Paul Rudd, to be honest with you. I think it's going to be Ant-Man because they showed, you know, the clips have leaked online from the trailer of Ant-Man has Kang in the movie. So I honestly think it's going to be Paul Rudd and Ant-Man. That's the new Iron Man. I would love that because I love Paul Rudd. Because everybody loves Paul Rudd. 
Yeah. But he hasn't been in phase four at all. He's going to be in phase five. I mean, it's just phase exactly. four just feels like it, it has been four. a disaster. There's so much stuff that you could have just chose to not watch and you'd have been fine. Like oh, yeah. WandaVision. Yeah, it introduced us to the theory of the multiverse, but you can you can completely leave it and yeah. you don't need it. Yeah, um, never the it. only thing, the, the entire season of Loki was solely intended to introduce us to Kang. Mm-hmm. So it was what 10 hours yep. of content for one 10 minute scene yep and, and other That's than that he didn't need it. and then and then and then I, i'm one of those people that that jumped you know on the hate train because you have this huge infinity saga and then you trample on it with oh yeah the infinity stones oh yeah we get those all the time we use them as paperweights like <laughs> i understand but but then it's even worse. So it's it's one thing to take a dump on your entire last saga, but then when you don't deliver in phase four to make to to really up the ante to make it seem like the infinity saga was was nothing compared to what's coming, that makes it even worse when you mm-hmm. don't deliver. And so you crap on it and then you don't deliver, and it just it just left a sour taste in your mouth. I take it back on Paul Rudd. Owen Wilson is the glue that is going to hold together. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the wow. MC. Wow. Wow. He was, so he was the Loki. only reason I wanted wow. to watch Loki. I'm not going to lie. The only reason I wanted to watch Loki is because Owen Wilson was in it. I was like, Same yes. Here. Dude, mm-hmm. we, I missed Owen Wilson. It was so good to have him back. I, like, yes. I agree. Yes. Owen freaking Wilson. Wes Anderson is now going to direct an MCU movie. This is going to be fantastic. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. All right, people. We're going to start our movie dad draft. I can't. I, you know, I went through. This is going to be a fun draft. I went through movie. I looked all over and I feel like I missed so many movie dads. Yeah, I yeah. I looked at some of these. I'm like, these guys are going to pick these guys, and I'm going to pick them apart because, in actuality, you know, I went through all these movies, and there is so many terrible dads when you think about it. Terrible dads, just terrible. Like they had a moment where they were a good dad, but their whole life that moment, that moment is what defines. No, that kid is messed up for life. That kid's going to therapy. (laughs) And he's matter. gonna he is going to do something terrible and he's gonna be like <laughs> never Ryan, 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 before we jump into this, uh, yeah. why don't you explain what the draft is for our viewers so we don't leave them in the dark? We are doing a movie dad draft. These are the best movie dads of all time, uh, in our opinion, and it's probably true. Uh, we're doing a snake draft, meaning we go one through four, four to one. We're doing four rounds, maybe more. We'll see what happens. Now, the way I'm seeing us doing this in our head is we're trying to draft the best dad team, correct? And then yes, we're going to compare yes. all four of our dads against our other four dads, right? So yes. we're trying to draft the best dad team. You right want here. to have the best four dads. Okay. So well, let's just say my dads can kick the crap out of your dads, okay? <laughs> That's how we're going to determine that. There's also a little strategy in this because we all know each other. So... I might know, like, when it comes back to me, I might know somebody who Jay wants to pick there, or mm-hmm. I might know Jay's not going to pick this dad, so I can wait. Yeah. So there's a little strategy called. The problem is, 
I didn't want to be number one because I didn't want to pick the first dad off the board, like at all. I I literally prayed last night and God said, nope, you're going first. So, <laughs> so I'm just, I'm really shocked right now because there are a couple solid dads. Oh, yeah. Like I'm talking the best of the best but they're also from classic movies that I know you, Ryan and Michael don't appreciate. Mm, yeah. And so it's very hard for me. If you take not- dads, if you take dads in movies that nobody watches these movies, but they're classic movies. What a comp out move. What do you mean? It's a cop out <laughs> move. <laughs> nobody what you're going to pick <laughs> movies that nobody, we don't want to watch. They're in black and white. They're old. They're boring. Well, go ahead. But and they're pick not. These. You just have to pick watch these. them. Pick these IMBD top 250 dads list that you got. Go ahead. That's what we did, right? Yeah. Jeez. That's how we were all doing. Number Look, one I on went, the IMDb I just, top 250 dads. I went best comedy films, best action films. I just started like, who's got good dads in these? That's what I did. All right, Jay. Your pick is in. Oh, gosh. It's really not. I haven't decided yet between the classic or the one I really want Are to Are you do. forfeiting your pick? No. Then Shut your, your mouth. Pick. See, you picking these people, I already know I'm going to win. You're out already. Nobody nobody cares about these guys you're going to pick. Who Go has ahead. two again? Ryan, you're at two? Or oh, Ryan? yeah. The problem is oh, it's I'm also ready. true. Now, I, I know who I'm I, I'm picking because I don't want to lose this guy. Oh, and I feel like I he'll go top oh, four. Please, please don't pick, one. Pick, him, pick him. But I have to pick him because him. he was honestly the dad we all wanted to be when this movie came out. And we all thought. Oh, I would do that. I will find you. And no! I will kill you. <laughs> Brian Mills from Taken. No, Liam Neeson. No, no, that's who I wanted. So you look, just blew I know my whole draft. I, <laughs> look, I I'm know. Gonna go classic, you son he of a gun. gets in a bit too much trouble to be considered a good dad. But this guy knows how to get things done. He literally is trying to build a relationship with his daughter she goes and gets taken and he tracks this guy down uh, how across the world he kills like 32 different people <laughs> multiple times brutal way. <laughs> we'll Look, find you Hallmark doesn't make a card for this guy, but he is the best dad. And I know oh, I wouldn't man. get him, so I had to pick him now. Brian yeah, Mills taken, number that is one. That's a great pick. Just in the anti argument, uh, divorcee. Um, daughter didn't, but him saving the world got his family back too. So, him saving them. So, all right, let me look here. This really messed my draft up because I thought you're for sure gonna go a lovey dubby type uh character here. I still have my lovey dubby characters. Uh, the character I'm the, the dad I'm going to pick. Uh, wow, what a dad! That's all I can say. <laughs> Single father. Taking care of his kid. Uh, kid gets lost. He travels for his size. I don't know how many worlds he had to travel to find his kid mm. in a totally different atmosphere. He had to go in, found it was his kid, miles, did not so you know. give up, battled beasts that could have ate him with yep. not even knowing. I'm going yep. Marlin. From Finding, Finding Nemo. Nemo. Yep, fantastic. I mean, if you're gonna take, if you're if you're gonna take Brian from Taken, uh, I think he's got some competition with Marlon. So 
I don't think uh, the Taken guy can go underwater and do anything, but uh, Marlon proved he can go above water and still save his son. So I'm going to go with Marlon. Okay. Well, dude, like I agree with you a thousand percent. He's on my list. He's in my top 10. Yep. Um, He was not in my top five though. So very interesting move there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wanted to to get heroic dad out of the way. He would have been in my top five if I take out my two classic movies. Anyways, mm-hmm. Marlon, yeah, he traveled 1,200 plus miles. Mike Great is now on the clock. Yep. <clears throat> I want to take what I feel like is a very logical first-round pick. And I don't know. I mean, we're just going to have to see how you guys respond because I don't know that everyone would have initially remembered him Ooh. because he became a dad pretty late in the game. Mm. Um, but I can't – I mean, this guy – is a how do i say this he's a he's a billionaire he's he's a playboy he's a philanthropist i'm gonna go with tony stark robert downey jr iron man he's not known for that part though like he's a dad three thousand i love you three thousand i give it to you but i don't know this is a great pick i mean he literally did not want to do the mission because of his daughter, but then he had to do the mission because he wouldn't be able to rest. Like that part of that movie is so heavy to me when Gwyneth Paltrow was like, will you be able to rest? And he can't. So he has to nope. go do the mission. Yeah, because he's oh, so like, the no, dude invents can, time travel. So he's like, look, I can live without my daughter. I can't live without, you know, he my Spider-Man. Without his daughter. I, I, I can't live without Spider-Man. I got to go. But he him. can't live at peace with himself knowing if he didn't try to do what he could to bring everybody back. Not everyone. Spider-Man. That was his sole <laughs> motivation. <laughs> Let's be clear. Everyone. He never old. wanted a daughter. <laughs> How, How old, old he was his daughter? Me. How old was his daughter when he died? Like eight, nine, what ten. She? Oh, so she might remember him then. Mike just blew up my whole strategy here. Really? I did not I have didn't Iron have, Man on my list. Wasn't I had, list. I had Iron Man like number 26. Pick. I thought everybody would forget about him. No, I, I seen him there, but I didn't think... Uh, yeah, I didn't put him on there. Off these people. Like, I can't hmm. pick now because I have to pick last. <laughs> you can pick two you in a row. You, you got this. Yeah, but row, now man. I don't have two in a row anymore. <laughs> I was like, oh. Iron Man and the next guy. I was like, boom, boom, you guys suck. I just boom, beat boom. you all. But now <laughs> I don't. Now I don't have boom, boom. I got, oh, son of a. Boom, boom. Boom, boom, guys. Come on. Boom, boom. <laughs> all right. First round pick. Channing Tatum. Magic Mike. Was he even a dad in Magic Mike? He was my daddy in Magic Mike. <laughs> just kidding. My first I, pick. I, I, <laughs> Hold on. Stop. <laughs> I feel so like I want to make you live with that pick. Yeah. <laughs> I, he said that was his first pick. We had I don't think he was a dad, team. though. If, even if he was, how can you, you beat get off Danny on the Tatum and Magic Mike? <laughs> he was oh. my daddy. <laughs> I'll leave it if you guys want me to. <laughs> no. But then he Do wins automatically. <laughs> yeah. Do your pick. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with Mr. Incredible from The Incredibles. That's my first pick. Okay, that's good. Because uh, well, he, yeah, is he is incredible and can beat Marlon from Finding Nemo up. He, um, I he's mean, so incredible, he wanted to get away from his family. And yeah, a lot of rage. A lot of rage in that man. Put everyone at risk, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. and he's super strong and can beat up. First Brian movie, Mills Incredibly Selfish. Second movie, took his family for granted. Think his wife didn't do very much. 
Mm-hmm. Great pick, John. Uh, what else you got there? <laughs> Robert after Parr. that, I will go with, we'll do sentimental. John Q. Oh, he was. Dang it. List. That was a good dad. That was my that next was pick. <laughs> he was on my list. Yeah. That was a good dad. Good movie. Good dad. I actually wrote down his whole name. John Quincy Archibald from John Q. That's good. John, explain that. Some people don't know what John Q is. Unpack John it. Q was a father who was pushed to his edge. And he needed his child to have a life-saving surgery that they would not grant because of poor health insurance. Heart transplant. Heart transplant. So, in the heat of the moment, in the thickness for his child, he held the whole hospital up hostage until the surgery was done. And then when the heart transplant that was coming in for the child did not make it in the delivery... He was ready to end his own life, to cut out his own heart, to give it to his own son, so his son could carry on. He only brought one bullet. He had a gun. He only had one bullet. His plan was to use it on himself for the heart. Great movie. Denzel Washington. (laughs) Back to you, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. I'm really torn on this next pick here. Because there's one I feel like I want to grab, but I feel like this could this pick that I'm going to land on, again, I feel like he could potentially be under the radar, but I also know that you guys have an affinity for movies, so he could be on your list. Um, this dad stopped at nothing, went on a cross-city venture, I know who you're picking. (laughs) (laughs) On a cross-city venture to follow through on the mission that was set before him, he encountered opposition, he encountered setbacks, physical injury, but that did not stop him from making his child's dreams come true. My next pick... Say the catchphrase is Howard Langston say the catchphrase played by Arnold Schwarzenegger from Jingle All the Way say the catchphrase you're supposed to say it you don't it's remember turbo it? time <laughs> there it is it's turbo time <laughs> turbo time now in all fairness wow. uh, I am surprised he has taken this early I'm going to be honest here I am too and I'm surprised because he put himself in that predicament by not following through on a promise which he was very bad at with his. You're family. my number one customer. Yeah. You're my number one customer. It's another movie we watch every year. Yeah. But he was horrible, Mike. He was really bad. Dad. He did, you know, he did. but sometimes we have to learn those lessons and how we learn the lessons. He, he learned about family and, and the importance of it. And his son thinks he's a superhero. When his son gets older, you go like, it was all a lie, wasn't it, Dad? I would much rather know my dad as being, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger than a superhero. Okay. Well, I guess I'm up. You're up. Uh, I'm going to take the classic dad, which you guys are probably a little too young for, but two of the most classic movies will do anything for his family to have a good time. And boy, is it a good time when you watch these movies. I am taking... Clark W. Griswold from the National Lampoon movies, one of probably my favorite dad and two of my favorite movies. Christmas Vacation is my favorite holiday movie to watch, and Summer Vacation is one of the best. The other two aren't too bad, 
but Clark Clark W. Griswold mm-hmm. is a true one of the last true family men. I'm actually super surprised that I oh, still have so many dads on my list uh, that didn't get taken, and so I'm pretty excited right now. Um, this 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 guy is just a game changer. Um, not only not only do you just love, I'll just say it. Uh, Daniel Hillard, Mrs. Doubtfire, Robin Williams. Mm, yeah. Uh, not only was that one of my favorite movies as a kid watching uh, Robin Williams, but I, I literally just fell in love. Like I thought, how cool would it be to have a dad like that who just wants to goof off, have fun <clears throat> and be a kid. And I love that movie. He went through so much for his kids, for his family. Um, he was a terrible husband. He yeah, was a, a horrible father. husband, he but that's a, I mean, not what this great is. Father, this is great dads, yeah, and he's I one agree. of the greatest dads. His I actually only flaw had him. was being a terrible husband. Ugh, yeah, terrible. He, he loved his kids, and it was that's a great pick. So I can't. I couldn't believe he was still on here. Um, yeah. So I I love Mrs. Doubtfire. Classic movie. One of my all time favorites. Um, so yeah, and I love Robin Williams. I'm a huge Robin Williams fan. Right, you're back on the clock. Love being back on the clock. Man, this is hard. I can go soft. Oh, I can he's go forfeiting the pick. No, I am not. I'm just <laughs> deciding. Okay, with my pick, um, <laughs> that's a good one. Quit. 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 Look, Five, I have to, four, I have three, to do this. Two. But look, <laughs> this is so stupid. I'm doing it anyways. Look, he might not seem like the best father figure. Sure, he's a murderer. Sure. (laughs) He went to jail after defending his pregnant wife. But when he knew that his end goal was to see his daughter, he wasn't going to let... He wasn't going to let a bunch of cons get in his way. Cameron Poe from Con Air. He did... Oh, thank you. On a tie ribbon around the old oak tree. (laughs) Was, Nicholas Cage was, Steve was so Buscemi good a father in that, movie. In that movie too. I'm gonna pick him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, in the end, not only did he thwart all of the cons and their terrible plan of escaping and murdering people, he even managed to save the stuffed animal gift, although the condition was questionable. Uh, so <laughs> I am all in on Cameron Poe con air. So I think I have really the best three. Right how now, so funny. Good not even close. how funny the movie would have been if Connie and with him trying to give his daughter that gift, and then the wife or whatever is like, "Are you kidding me? Man, it's filthy! Give that to our daughter! <laughs> you give that to our daughter! This is why you are so irresponsible!" And then just, yeah, I don't like, know. They're just I don't with know. the caged face, like, "Put me back in prison." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that movie like just got to me. Even the, the, the emotional me song. Outside. <laughs> <laughs> when that when that song starts playing, like I just uh, I love that movie. Cameron Poe went through miles of garbage to only realize <laughs> prison is on the outside. <laughs> Ryan, your pick. You're on the clock. Okay, that was a great pick, Jay. Um, I mean, he was a father on that movie for all of two minutes in the movie. <laughs> this kid had no idea who he was. 
And his first interaction was this guy after he just killed all these people in this fiery <laughs> Las Vegas. Look, giving him a terrible, cheapest stuffed animal you can possibly find that looks terrible. He was in prison. What did you expect him to get? Look, I'm, Ryan, I'm here's your the bottom father. Line. Like this no, present. Listen, I'm from prison, the bottom you need line. to like it. But it wasn't just he was only a father for two minutes no, of the movie. Book. The reason I picked quit. The reason I picked it was. Because it was his entire motivation for getting out of prison. He wanted to be with his daughter. And his so wife. don't take that away. In his hot uh, life. Ryan's pick is in his hot wife. Okay. Well, Edit man. that one out for the wives, Mike. <laughs> I have one on here I really want, but I think it's going to fall back to me. So I'm going to wait on Ooh, that. Ooh, risky. It is risky. But uh, the way you guys are going here, I feel good about it. So, oh, man. I feel like we're going to go another round here because I got a lot of names on here. Um, I'm gonna have to go with this one because man, talking about saving things, mm. this guy saved the world. I'm no! taking Harry. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Harry Stamper from Armageddon. Oh, I man. almost picked him. You can't go wrong with Harry. Dang boy, did his daughter love him, and boy, did all of his crew love him. He's a father to everybody, Dang. and he sacrificed everything to save Earth. Now, technically, that last scene. Mm, technically first time daughter, i've ever cried in a movie his daughter did not like him that much throughout most of the movie oh yeah she only stayed with end. him and took care of him her whole life towards yeah, the end no. that she really showed affection she, she wouldn't she have stayed okay a woman is not going to stay on an oil rig with a bunch of guys unless she loves her father oh yeah because she's not trying to sleep with ben affleck every 10 <laughs> seconds ryan like yeah no okay. I, I, okay, I agree ryan. first movie i ever cried in like yeah yes it's a great pick Back is I don't know where to go anymore. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Oh, good. I'm glad I missed you. I'm going to go back with Channing Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, it's Mike's pick, so we'll get. We'll start with Mike. I'm reaching a little further down here, and I admit it. Great way but to start. This this guy. Good start. It's a guy. This guy spent a long time in prison. Already picked like a great dad already. Yeah, and despite the unjust way that he was put away, even after defending his country. Everybody says they didn't do it in prison, Michael. Um, I love the confused look on Jay's face right now. Um, I'm through my list. I don't got this person. And uh, really when he was called to save tens of thousands of people, the first thing that he did was to go to try and meet his daughter to reconcile that relationship. Deadshot from Suicide Squad? Is that where you're going no. with this? And the best part about this dad is that if you follow and believe lore, he could very well be James Bond. I'm going to go with um, John Patrick Mason, Sean Connery from The, the Rock. Rock. The Rock. That's, that's a very good theory, too. That would have been pick, but I did not Terrible know he was a pick. father. I did not know that. <laughs> I never viewed him as a dad <laughs> in that entire movie. I feel like he used her as an excuse as an, for an escape plan, Michael. That w- wasn't that the whole point? He tried to escape. Oh, yes. In his meetup with his daughter, he used yep. her to escape. <laughs> Hello, my daughter. <laughs> Hello, my All right. daughter. More of now, right? Your mother trapped back. <laughs> <laughs> Turd Ferguson. Go, go and ride. The day is mine. All right. back. 
I'm up. I'm going to take Noah Levingston from the no, American Pie right series. Mm, Eugene no. Levy. I really? Gonna fall back I'm to going me. to take him because no. he never Great lost pick. his cool. He never lost his cool. And he walked into a lot of awkward situations <laughs> with the sun. And he kept his composure. And he was always there for not only Jim, but all the other friends too as well. He was that great dad, dad. Yo, that anybody dad. could go to. Yep. What, what did you do pick. to the pie, Jim? We'll just Most tell your mother I ate it. Their pie is destroyed. Dude, that was a great pick. That's what I wanted I'm to follow to me. Him. Now, my next pick is going to be probably the most sentimental pick that I bet you is not on any one of your guys' list. Hmm. This is from a 1997 film that was a foreign language film that oh won it's number two the on my Academy list. Academy Award called Life is Beautiful. Guido. Guido Orphis. So if you haven't seen this movie, it's about the horrors of Nazi Germany. And Guido is a Jewish man, so his son is Jewish. And they get taken by Nazi Germany and put in a Holocaust camp. So Guido decides to tell his son it's a game and they're all competing and the grand prize is to win the tank. So he tries to hide the horrors of this Holocaust camp from his child by pretending that it's a game and always being in a chipper, happy mood when the whole world around him is crashing and they're separated from their mother, wife. And at the end, while he's trying to, the war is coming to an end, Guido loses his life. His son gets out of the concentration camp with a bunch of other Jewish survivors. He meets up with his mother or his mother. They get reunited and then a tank comes and then he thinks they won the game. So that is why I am picking Guido. It's a fantastic pick. So literally as Guido's getting taken away, he never lets up on the ruse. He winks at his son, making him laugh moments before he's taken off screen and shot and killed. It's a, it was number two on my list, John. I wanted, I just didn't think these people would appreciate it. I knew you would. And I don't. But did Guido or Han shoot first? Han. <laughs> Guido's a bad shot. And now the you, next you pick guys is suck. <laughs> you guys suck. That was such a good pick. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were doing best dads here. That's what Ryan said all along. He's only been a father for two minutes. And now all of a sudden you get this heartfelt mm. story and Ryan's all just because I've never seen this. Just because I've never seen this movie, it's a bad pick. He's not American. It's not a good pick. Only American dads are good. Good morning, USA. <laughs> Please. Do you know Marlon's American? We do not need no anti-Semitism. <laughs> like, do you know Marlon's American? Oh. Well, I don't need to watch the movie now because you just gave the whole thing away. So thanks, John. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> You're welcome. Jeez. I had to explain it to you all. Was that your first pick still or did you go through five of them? No, he no, chose the four. dad from American Pie. Oh, yeah, that's right. My pick. God damn. Ryan, you got you're mad. Up. All right, Mike, no, Mike you're up. No. My last pick, asterisk. <clears throat> yeah. Um, this dad got off to a terrible start. He really did. And I'm not going to deny it. He was inattentive. He was short. He was pandering. Didn't prioritize his son. But as situations began to change, there was this one magical night where 
everything in the relationship of this father and son changed. And it's because good pick. This man is none other than Scott Calvin, Santa Claus, Santa Claus the Santa Claus. Man, that's a great pick. Terrible that's dad before pick. he was Santa, but great dad after. That's a good pick. I was not on my list. I don't know how I missed that one. Good pick. It was on my list. Hmm. Man, so many choices here. What should I? I know Jay's going to pick some. European film, probably. Yeah. I am not Ryan. Just to be clear, I already so took that good one luck. off the board. There's one that I don't know how is still on there, so I'm hoping we go and it we're gets gonna have back to go. To we're, we're gonna, folks, we're gonna go five rounds. I got way too many people on my list here, and this is going good. So we're gonna I go. Have, one, like, we're gonna two go people left. Ryan, are you on the clock? I'm on the clock, and I oh, think okay. I know five, who I'm going four, to pick here. Three. All right, I, two. The dad I am picking uh, was a very powerful dad. Loved his son, loved his wife, loved everything. Uh, he died, but still stayed with his son. I'm taking Mufasa. I, I knew <laughs> who you were picking. That's a good one. I knew he was going to be actually be my next pick. So good job. Mufasa. That was a great dad. Great dad. Fantastic dad. And stayed with him. Helped, helped him yeah. in his journey. Immensely patient and wise. But also majestic and authoritative. Yes, like a, like a like a holy wrath came from that lion. Mister Incredible could kick Mufasa's butt. I don't think so. No way. It's Mufasa. Mufasa couldn't Ooh. survive a stampede. Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> a stampede takes out the Lion King. All right, so I have one pick and not the other. Dang it. We're going five. We're going We're five. Go you got five two rounds. picks here. I know, but I'm. Oh, I get to pick two. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I have one pick, but not the other. Uh, so let's see here. Um, holy crap. You want to talk about an emotional roller coaster for a movie? Um, I honestly couldn't believe that uh, the actor didn't win an Oscar for this role. Um, really felt robbed. A lot of people thought the same. Uh, Chris Gardner, The Pursuit of Happiness, played mm. by Will Smith. Um, great movie. Never lost sight of what his goal was, was to be a good provider. In the process, he also showed his son how a, he was a solid example of how uh, a man should be and how a father should act. Um, the end scene where he's sitting in that room, literally in a wife beater in his jeans, doesn't think he's going to get the job and starts crying. Like, I mean, that was a great, great movie. Will Smith did so good in that. It's it a great, one of my, it's a great one of my, movie, movie pick, but read the real life story yeah, all for our viewers on Chris. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is the movie movie dads. I know <laughs> movie dads and Chris Gardner I just, was great. And I just feel like him. he was a better dad in after earth. <laughs> You know, I saw a list. I'm not even kidding. There was a list I looked at, and that was the number one dad was really? him from After Earth. Yes. <laughs> what? I, no, it was not. Yeah. No. Yes. Was it, it was like the, it was, was the it a list one. by M. Night Shyamalan? Wait a minute. Best movie oh that's After Earth. Hashtag oh, you guys M. Night are, Rocks. You guys are dumb. Um, right, you're up again, Jay. I am up again. So. 
All right. I have so many I can pick, but I'm going to have to go with. What are you laughing about? (laughs) Ryan, (laughs) Ryan, I hate you. Okay. There's some great picks here. And if they don't get picked, then I'm just going to have to talk about them later. All right. This next one. I mean, what kind of father? Are you mad at me? Are you You're on the clock? I'm going to pick you apart. I did. Life is beautiful. Don't be scared. Okay. You're right. Look, this dad, this is the movie. Now, Ryan, don't get confused with another classic movie, but this is a, this is about, you know, a dad who bites off way more than he can chew when he becomes the stay at home dad, you know, Mm. and, um, why I'm choosing this character over the other one. I'm choosing Eddie Murphy, Charlie Hinton, daddy daycare, because he literally starts running a new daycare center out of his home. Um, and that's when, um, uh, they learn to navigate the ups and downs of fatherhood. Funny movie. Fantastic. Um, so yeah, Eddie Murphy, Charlie Hinton, daddy daycare. That was a good pick. Who do you think I was thinking of? Mr. Mom, Michael Keaton, or what? Michael Keaton, Mr. Mom. Absolutely. <laughs> He's on my list. Absolutely. Good, yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, all right. Well, my final pick, I got I to gotta go with this one because this guy, this guy did not give up on his kid. People thought he was psychotic. He did not give up. I'm going to go with Keller Dover from Prisoners. Hugh Jackman. Yep. Oh, yeah. Daughter gets kidnapped. Yep. Man, oh, yeah. That guy. What a that's dad. Oh, Everybody thought she was, was a- dead. She's gone. He didn't give up. That's a good. I pick. didn't even have him on my list. Oh, what are you That's doing, Jay? That was a great pick. My next yes. pick. Uh, it was your next one. No, you just gave me my next pick. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Michael, you're up for your last uh, pick here. Um, and my final pick. I think we needed to acknowledge. You know, sometimes in life things are not simple, and I think we needed to. Uh, we Build needed to represent Maggie. a. Uh, a blended family, um, you know, for complex uh, family situations. And, and so this guy had it tough because, you know, he loved a woman. Um, they consummated their love. And without his knowledge, um, he fathered a child um, that he didn't see for the first year or so of, of his life. And, um, then unfortunately, when he finds out, he moves heaven and earth to make sure that his son is safe. And then unfortunately, his his son's mother tragically passes away. And like a, a, a man should, he takes this child in and brings him into his family because family is always what's most important. My final pick is Dominic <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Dominic Toretto. I was trying to fast and furious. <laughs> it's so dumb. You have the worst list. I can't believe the worst. It's about worst family. Dad. It's all about family. 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 <laughs> Everyone get in that microphone. Family. Family. <laughs> Why do they call you Thumper? Because I'm always thumping. <laughs> uh, He's not even on my uh, list. I'm not uh, gonna say uh, right. uh, 
out of everything I Googled yesterday for best movie dads, Dom Toretto was not on there once. <laughs> it never came up once. Never no. came up once. No. All right. For my last pick. That's terrible. Just blown away. Those two of your picks are so bad. So bad. Oh, man. All right. For my last pick, I'm going to take Alejandro Gillick from the movie Sicario, played by Benicio del Toro. Very interesting. Very it's a interesting. horrible pick. That's because I mean, he was a cartel killer. <laughs> he was a cartel killer. <laughs> I don't watch that movie and go, "What a great dad!" It's not the point of that movie. This guy's messed up <laughs> because he does a bunch of shady stuff. The only purpose he does a bunch of shady stuff on the American side of the border to incite a cartel war just to get back over to the Mexican border border with the U.S. government's technology and enforcement to kill the guy who ordered the kill on his daughter. And if you haven't watched Sicario, it's amazing. Hmm. All right. Uh, Jay, who do you, or I'll go first. Uh, some names I have on my list that never made it. Um, some older movies that you guys are a little young for, maybe. I have Peter, Michael, and Jack from My Three Dads. My Three Dads. Yep. I have George Banks from Father of the Bride. Mm-hmm. Let's pause on that. You're talking Steve Martin. Yeah. He, so he have, I had, has, yeah. I didn't just have, you had I had Steve too, Martin on my list. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Martin, because of Cheaper by the Dozen, one yeah. and two, Father of the Bride, yeah. one and two, yep. and yep. Parenthood. Yeah. Yep. I yep. mean, Steve Martin was the dad. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 had, I had all three of those characters on there. Yes. Very good. <laughs> um, I had Jack Frost from Jack Frost. Nice. Uh, I had Chet Ripley from The Great Outdoors. Mm, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Frank Sullivan from Frequency. I had mm. Benjamin Martin from The Patriot. Nice. Doik the Vast from How to Train Your Dragon. Martin Brody from Jaws. From Jaws. Yep, I had him too. Ray from San Andreas. No last name for Ray in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do last names. Uh, and Edward Bloom from Big Fish. Mm. Interesting. His, his son so, couldn't see it, but he tried to be a good dad. Kind so of. I, I, I'd love to run through my list too. Go ahead. Um, Go for it. Obviously, this was popped up actually number one on many lists, and it was Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. I personally freaking love that movie, but I knew you guys wouldn't appreciate it. Uh, Correct. This one was not, this one was on all the lists. It didn't make my list, but for some reason, Darth Vader was on so yeah. many what? lists. I saw that. And too. I was like, what is a horrible dad? He's horrible. <laughs> well, he, he has the force. Well, in the end, you know, he killed, you know, for his son. I'm like, did you see what yeah. he did to his son? Throughout Imagine all how food. easy it would be to be a father. And 40 years, 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Could you, could you imagine though if he had that the kid and that handoff. that kid's at school and be like, "Oh, my dad's gonna come and kill you." Oh yeah, well he already killed like fifteen of us. <laughs> Dude, kid has so, no heart. Yeah, I don't know why he was on list, but I I was waiting for someone dumb here to do it. But yeah. Michael, but Michael picked worse than that, so that was great. Anyways, uh, I also had Joseph Cooper from Interstellar. Um, Murph. 
Murph, Murph. Murph. <laughs> Look, Murph. Yeah, I never said them out loud. I knew I'd get made fun of, but in the end, it was literally the love for his daughter that transcended time and space. I still love Murph. that movie. Murph. Murph. Whatever. Jack love Burns. Jack Burns from Meet the Parents. Robert De Niro loved his character from Meet the Parents. Kind of a uh, not, kind of a strict mean dad, wasn't he? Kind of. Literally, he did it because he loved his daughter, though. Like everything he did was because he loved his it. daughter. He loved being a jerk. Look. Jack was an American hero. He's ex-CIA. He's incredibly generous. He offers up his home, pays for a lavish surprise honeymoon, and he adored his cat. How bad could he really be? I have nipples. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Can you milk me? (laughs) I I use that line all the time. (laughs) I'll say it randomly all the time. I have nipples. How big is this list? (laughs) Okay. Hold on. I have a couple more. You get three Uh, more. Professor oh, Henry- can't go on for forever. <laughs> Sorry. Professor Henry Jones Sr. from Indiana Jones, Sean Connery, uh, Papa Elf from Elf. I mean, literally devoted his life to raising um, a human buddy. buddy. Love that. Love that. Um, and then you said I can only pick one more. Two more. Arthur Weasley, Harry Potter, Peter Banning from Hook, Sonny Koufax from Big Daddy. That's four. That's my list. <laughs> Suck it. Sonny, Sonny Koufax was not a father. I know, but, babysitter. but think through it. Honorable mention at best. Honorable mention. I uh, love Big Daddy. The only three I had on my list, I think, left was two, uh, maybe three or four. Two classics. George Bailey, It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. Jim oh, Stewart. Yeah. Um, Ted Kramer, Dustin Hoffman, Kramer versus Kramer. Kramer versus Kramer. And uh, Gomez Adams, The Adams Family. Nice. It's on my list. And then the most important pick, which should have been taken number one right away, is David Drayton, played by Thomas Jane in The Mist. <laughs> oh! If you haven't oh. watched The Mist, watch The Mist, because the ending is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and so bad at the same time. So um, bad. I only have one honorable mention that didn't uh, didn't make it in. And realistically, I I get I get excited and flustered in a draft because of so many moving parts. I should have picked this guy instead of John Mason. There's several uh, people you could have chosen. Yeah, shut up! <laughs> shut up! Um, I'm gonna go with Jack Hall. Jack Hall. Dennis Quaid. The day after tomorrow. Mm. Good dad. That's better to pick. You're welcome. I think if I think if we get any listeners, they can hit us up on uh, Instagram and uh, let us know who their uh, their favorite. Tell us who won the draft. We'll post it on the gram, so you can pick me. I want for the next podcast. I want to do a. Uh, I want us to do a battle royale draft. What's that? What I what I want to do is we take our four picks. And go to an arena and they gotta battle each other. Yeah. I think we should do animal wrestlers. We should do wrestlers. Or we can do wrestlers too. Let's yeah. Do, wrestlers. do some wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. let's do that. A battle royale of wrestlers. 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 Okay. Whose four can beat the other fours? 
Thank you for joining us today on the Man Child Chronicles podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and leave us a positive review on your favorite podcasting platform. We'll see you next time.